everyone. <clears throat> Welcome back to another edition of Star Sound Speaks. This is your host, Irliana Samsara of Star Sound Astrology. So uh, I'm going to talk today about Mercury's ingress or entrance into the sign of Pisces. Uh, this just happened uh, uh, a couple of days ago, and it is going to be, Mercury will be traveling through the sign of Pisces until March 27th. So uh, what does this look like? What does this mean? Um, what can we expect? Um, how can we work with this? And um, is what we're going to cover today. And some, some really good remedies of, you know, how to, how to best use this, this transit. So, okay, let's get started. So first of all, um, Mercury is the god, the, uh, the messenger god, right? Of travelers, messages, the media, st writing, stories, the, 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 the scribe, you know. Um, he's also a magician and a con artist and a trickster and uh, playful, right? I, I, I sometimes call Mercury the ADD boy of the, of the, of the uh, cosmos because he's always running around. Um, when you think about Mercury, it's so much about the mind, right? The mind and the intellect. And so it's, you know, loving, loves to uh, tabulate data, you know, like, you know, information, facts, 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 rational mind, they're running everywhere. Uh, if you think about those, uh, you know, you ever see a, a picture of a, um, an intersection and they put a, a fast motion camera, they speed up a camera and you see cars and people, you know, that's, that's, that's Mercury energy. Okay, so we get the picture, right? And um, Mercury's also contracts and agreements and um, speech and education, especially lo lower ed like elementary and high school education, or just reaching the masses. You know, he, he spread his messages all over from, he would go into different worlds. He'd go up, hang out with the gods, get their messages, come down into the earth plane and share them with the mortals, right? So this is all about the spread of information. So, um, his the ruling signs are a uh, Pisces, uh, uh, sorry, um, Gemini and Virgo, right? So um, very much about data. Well, in the sign of Pisces, Mercury is in, in, in its, its opposite to Virgo. So it's in what we, in ancient astrology, we call that being in detriment or exile. So that doesn't sound very jolly, right? Mercury and Didrum. Well, obviously, if, if you love, if you think about like Data on Star Trek, remember that, that character Data? He had that really, really pale face and he could spew out all this prodigious data on, you know, information. Like he, he didn't really have a soul. He didn't have emotions. He was just, blah, 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 you know, <laughs> they, they could have called him Mercury, but they called him Data. So um, if you could imagine, you know, Data being like thrown into a swimming pool with mermaids, you know, <laughs> it's like, Okay, I don't compute this, right? This is this is foreign to me. Um, I say swimming pool or ocean because Pisces rules the ocean and you know water, right? So the water sign, the watery, dreamy sign of Pisces is all about the fog and illusion and delusion and glamour and and uh, other worlds and nothing in the material form, not no boundaries, right? So it's just this kind of endless, if you think of like a whale that courses through the sea for thousands of miles, there's no boundaries, right? That's a Piscean kind of thing. So Mercury in the sign of Pisces is not used to having, you know, it, it used to having all the, the facts, right? Getting the facts straight. So when it's in the sign of Pisces, it's, um, it's very, um, very, uh, 
it's that other world, right? So it might feel for the next three weeks, even though Mercury is not retrograde, you might feel a kind of Mercury retrograde-ish feeling like, how come, you know, I don't understand this, or this doesn't make sense, or where am I? Um, my friend was just saying, you know, I, I can't find my tax, it's tax season, and, you know, I can't find my tax form. They're hidden, but then, you know, Mercury is a trickster, it likes to hide things. Now you see it, now you don't. So, <laughs> um, you, but just have fun with it. You know, I would say the biggest, the biggest thing is having fun. Now it's, um, there are some shadow sides and we are going to go through that as well. But I would say, um, when you think about Mercury as the trickster and the, 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 um, the con artist and, and all, um, uh, like, you know, fudging, Mercury in the sign of Pisces is definitely gonna fudge statistics or data or things that are too good to be true. And it's like, nah, really, you know? Um, and so we could deceive ourselves, we can deceive others with our speech. So we wanna be careful with our words. Our words may not land clearly. So we just, you know, explain things, be kind, right? In that Piscean way, be really sweet and kind in forgiving, you know, um, in, in terms of you know communications that, that are misunderstood. If anything I would do is I would absolutely be very kind to your, your tax person or your accountant. It is tax season and Mercury and Pisces, I would not want wish that on any CPA. Uh, so be very patient, be very, you may have to resubmit things or explain things, or they may have to explain things and you may not understand them. So just to know these next three weeks can be a little challenging. I know like if anybody's a Virgo or a Virgo rising, um, you're freaking out. You know, this is a time when <laughs> you might be freaking out um, because you're not, you're used to having everything pinned down and analyzed, right? So um, I would, and, or if you have mercury in Virgo, it's like, oh, oh my God, um, it, it can be really challenging. I know yesterday I was walking around going, okay, I had these lists, I have this washboard now, one of those erasable boards, and I wrote down my goals so it's visible, like, okay, I'm going to do these three things. I didn't do any of them, or all day long, I was like, oh, and I got constantly getting distracted. So if you find yourself going like that, um, just give yourself some slack and just know that um, it, we, we've got this situation here, you know. So... Um, I, I also like what, um, when you think about the archetype of Mercury, uh, Mercury is the, well, actually Jung, I want to read you from this Jung called Mercury, the, the alchemical androgyne in one of his, um, I, I just love that, in one of his, his collected works. And it's called, um, let me see what the name of that was. Hold on a second here. Oh, I am reading from this fabulous book, um, Mythic Astrology Applied. This is one of my first books. These, the authors of this book, Ariel Gutman and Kenneth Johnson, are uh, Jungian astrologers. And Jung, um, so if you didn't know, Jung was very much into astrology. And um, anyway, he, he writes here uh, that, um, and, and, and I love this, the alchemical androgyne, Mercurius, the alchemical androgyne. And so, um, what is an androgyne? Well, it's male and female. It's, you know, because Mercury and, and, um, is, and, and Pisces is a mutable sign. So it does share that with, with Gemini. It, it's mutable, but it's mutable water. So these ideas are very dreamy, very mystical, um, may not have boundaries, may be confusing or deceptive, or just 
on the highest level, it can be a very spiritual deep download of ideas, you know, ideas and beliefs and, and knowledge and information that is not of this earth, literally. You know, so if you have Mercury in Pisces natally, in other words, you were born Mercury Pisces, you know, many people feel, oh gosh, you know, like they, they, they can maybe find it hard to find words to express, you know, um, fast enough, right? Because the Piscean energy just wants to cruise like the big whale cruising through the oceans and it's peaceful and deep. But uh, chatty Mercury wants everything right away, you know, immediately push a button. Um, and so they might feel frustrated with that, but just know that there is a very deep, deep, and we were having this conversation recently with some of my um, fellow students in my, my nightlight school. Um, we were talking about this the other day of Mercury and Pisces. And, you know, I, I know I have seen, I, I can think of two clients, uh, one in particular and, um, and, and a friend of mine um, whose husband has uh, Mercury in, in the sign of Pisces. And it, it can have, it has incredible mystical uh, benefits. So Mercury in Pisces is not meant for what I told my one, my fellow student. I'm, I, it's not meant for muggles. You know, this is a mystical, you know, you're a wizard, Harry, uh, this this energy. So to think of it, uh, there there is some real profound um, benefit. There's gold in that, that you're a bit, you're a, you have a very highly developed uh, telepathic ability and an ability to feel things knowledge and feeling very much intertwined so that that's a gift you know in the busy world of you know the, the workaday world and the 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 matrix and working in an office cubicle yeah that's not an environment that would support that but the dreamer and the mystic and the visionary very much supported um, anyway, I wanted to read you a little moment about this from this book, um, and he, they're talking about Mercury, and they said here that um, in medieval times, Mercury was also known as Mercurius, the god of the alchemists. Mercurius is the, quote, alchemical androgyne, that is what Jung called it. And there is, so think of alchemy like magic and the, the ability to create something, you know, to, to use one's consciousness to create. Um, and there is an astrological tradition that the planet Mercury is androgynous, neither male nor female, um, but both. In Greek myth, the union of Hermes and Aphrodite produced the being known as the hermaphrodite. So look at those two words, Hermes and Aphrodite, hermaphrodite, um, who is both male and female. Um, in tantric yoga, which would definitely be a good time, you know, RX, one of the things I was going to bring up is, you know, if you've ever studied tantric yoga or interested in, in that, uh, this would be a very rich time these next three weeks to explore these things, especially when you consider, let's pull up this, uh, let's pull up the, the uh, what the chart looks like. Here we are um, with Mercury coming, co-present with Jupiter, the sun, right? We're in Pisces season still. And we have uh, Jupiter, the Sun, and Neptune, all very, very close. Sun is conjunct Neptune on Sunday. So Mercury moving into this conjunction with all this is an enormously powerful time for getting messages from other worlds, right? Those other dimensions of um, understanding ourselves in a high, like, a, like I would say, Christ consciousness, you know, way. Um, mystical visions, you know, with, you know, how a Bernadette of Lourdes, you know, saw Mother Mary, you know, that, that kind of thing. This would be a very, um, very powerful time for 
for that kind of thing, like a visitation from other worlds. By the way, I don't know where, I just heard this from a friend of mine. Um, I, don't, I don't know where, but somewhere on the internet, uh, she had seen an article the other day about talking about the, in, in the war in the Ukraine, that um, some eyewitnesses had seen a, a ship, like a ship of light that was over the, the battle area, you know, in the Ukraine. And it was sent, and these eyewitnesses were stunned and they were, they said that this ship was sending down these beams of light onto this, like, battle area and in, in the next thing i knew in the in the morning um the they came out and all of those tanks they were russian tanks had been destroyed so um i know that's a very vague so mercury and pisces right where that come where are the facts show me i know i know and i'm just saying I don't have them for you in this moment. However, I will say that that is a phenomenon of otherworldly visitation is not something new that I remember hearing this years ago in the Vietnam War, there were soldiers in the worst, worst parts of the fighting. Sold, many soldiers had eyewitness accounts of um, being in the jungles in Vietnam. Um, and, and of course, you know, the Viet Cong and the rainforest is very thick, very, very difficult fighting, right? That's why we lost that war. Um, they knew that terrain better than we did. Um, and the, um, all of the, the there they were people who saw ships of light that were hovering over those, those really war-torn areas. Uh, other, I remember too, there was the, um, uh, that movie Taken that Steven Spielberg produced, God, it must be 20 years ago, Dakota Fanning was in it. She was a little kid, definitely older. Uh, it was a series and I remember him showing, um, yes, it was fiction, but it was based on all of these um, accounts of UFO things. And they showed this, uh, a scene in the beginning, it was in World War II where these pilots were were flying planes in these dogfights and such in these aerial combat. And there were these ships of light that were zipping around with, with that. So, you know, could there have been that in Russia? Well, you know, I, I think it's possible considering that there have been, these, here's just two instances of people seeing um, ships, uh, you know, other dimensional, you know, gone in a flash of light kind of thing um, around. So, um, and I, I would say too, with with um, especially when, as you see here with with Jupiter, which can be you know military, you know I, I we're seeing unfortunately this the shadow side of this with the invasion in Iraq. There's I mean Iraq, listen to me. Oh, gosh. Well, yeah, that was that was another story when the sun was at 28 Pisces when the Iraq War started. But we're going to bring it back to this moment, um, which actually, by the way, if you if you ever knew this, um, 28 Pisces is a very difficult sign, one of the most difficult places in the zodiac uh, sheet. Um, and so, um, you know, that's why astrologers knew that that was not going to be a, an over a quickie little six week kind of in and out kind of thing as what they were, you know, we were being promised that it would drag on and it would be a great, great tragedy. And, you know, well, here we are, right? However, um, now we're here now and um, we have Jupiter and the sun and Neptune all in Pisces. So yeah, that, that doesn't bode well in terms of war and you know, genocide and trying to wipe somebody out. Uh, but the other side of it, the, the higher mind side of it is that there is, 
with throughout this difficulty, there is this divine grace. So you've probably seen a lot of stories about, you know, orphans and being relocated. And uh, there was a child that walked like 600 miles to the border with, I believe it was Poland. And his mother had written on his hand, her, the, her telephone number, and he made it, he was saved. So there's all this, these miraculous stories of divine grace and assistance in the in the midst of all this hardship so you know that's that's one of the uh, ways that these these things play out um but anyway yeah i'm getting back to mercury <laughs> like i said it's Mercury and pisces where was that thread where was i going with that <gasps> anyway we're just gonna have fun with it <laughs> so um but mercury um the male and the female, yeah, when you think about, like I was saying earlier about, you know, um, coming into this unity consciousness, um, for sure, uh, very much a Mercury in Pisces um, archetype and a Mercury in Pisces um, adventure. Um, there, this unified field of consciousness where we, and you see it again, going back to the war, you know, we're all, we see that this is wrong, all the sides, even the Russians are angry at these are the people who are being sent in to attack Ukraine and and um, even those people? How many? What, five, six thousand people, maybe more, had been have been arrested so far around the country. So people are standing up there and saying, "No, we're really on their side." So all the boundaries are dissolving. You see, the ideas and the ideologies around these things are are dissolving, and people are aligning more with a higher consciousness. That's a very Mercury and Pisces and Jupiter, of course. And the sun and Neptune, right? It's it's definitely this gas pedal for um, dissolving and moving into a higher consciousness and higher awareness. Well, um, as I was saying about tantric yoga, tantric yoga would be a really good thing if you've never done that before or always wanted to. Um, it's the yoga tantra is is a Sanskrit word, and I believe if I remember correctly, it means weaving. So you're weaving your consciousness, and you could say weaving between this world and or yourself and your physical self and then your your non-physical self like higher dimensional self and there's this weaving not just with yourself but with a partner or it could be you know tantra it's not just you know it's not just sex between two people and it's not even just sex it's actually real tantra it's not it has nothing to do with sex if you really study it and go deeply into these esoteric practices you'll find that um, it goes way way beyond that but um, what I love about this, my mythic astrology book, Ariel Gutman and Kenneth Johnson say, um, in tantric yoga, a unified field of consciousness is attained by awakening the kundalini energy. So that's the energy at the base of the spine, right? All this yoga that we do and cultivate and pranayama, breath work, this is all to um, bring that energy up higher into the body and um, traveling up the central column of the body, which is associated with the spine, central column. So etherically, we have, we have the Ida and Pingala, the left and right channels that um, are alongside the spine. Um, when you think that Yogananda used to call uh, the spine is the altar of God. So that this is a very great time to be cultivating the altar of God and raising that energy, you know, in our own selves, bring ourselves into that higher level of awareness. So traveling up the central column associated with the spine, 
um, the Kundalini uh, dissolves the two channels of male and female polarity, which are entwined around that column. This image of psychic channels wound around a central column is reminiscent of the caduceus. Well, guess what? I was Mercury's staff. Um, the caduceus is, and you, it's the symbol of the, um, you know, the American Medical Association, you know, the staff of Mercury. That's what they call it with the two snakes, right? That Kundalini energy is often represented as that snake, like a coiled snake. It, it resides in all of us at the base of the spine and the coiled snake symbol of the caduceus um, is the possession of Hermes or Greek name for Mercury and which has become an icon of the healing professions. Um, the dissolution of male and female polarities remind us that in alchemy, it was the death of the mythical king and queen at the moment of sexual union, which produced the alchemical androgyne, the unified field of consciousness, which arises when polarities cease to exist. Okay, going back to that Ukraine situation, when the polarities, right, you're my enemy, I'm against you, when all of that dissolves, there is that unified field of consciousness. Wow. Anyway, so moving on, let me um, move to um, the, uh, yeah, so here's some, some cool things we can do um, in terms of bringing ourselves into that more unified field of consciousness. Oh, by the way, um, before I go further, the if you haven't seen it already, you can go to the changingofthegods.com it's um, a 10 part series that I talked about in previous episodes, really stupendous, fantastic. Yes, my dear, I'm mommy's voice. I know, I know, okay, we're getting interrupted by, not by a, okay. Yes, I know, it's just, okay, it's all right. The interruptions are, are our friend, right? Hello, say hello. Mommy's on the camera, now you're on the camera. <laughs> hello, Lucas. Okay, okay, I know, I will, I will, I will feed you again. Okay, yes, yes, I will. Okay, so, ah, all right. Oh, <laughs> we're Mercury and Pisces season. All right, so, all right, go down, get it. Okay, thank you. All right, <laughs> I love it. Anyway, Cosmos and Psyche, here it is. This is the, the, the Changing of the Gods documentary is based on this book. Check out the previous podcast where I talk about this. It, it is an absolutely incredible 10 part series. They have, and I, I think tonight they're still, they have this, uh, they had a live webinar last night. They had so many people crashed it. They had, to, they, they did it again. They're doing it again tonight. So if you're watching this after this weekend of March 11th, 12th, just know that you can purchase the series. It is absolutely worth purchasing. And it is a wonderful education to bridge people from the intellectual world, thinking astrology is a bunch of who, and um, this, the series is showing how planetary alignments, specifically Uranus and Pluto, come together when there is times of great upheaval and unrest. And you can see the correlation. They do an incredible job of taking history, world history, and showing parallels between these things in every possible area, the sexual revolution, the Vietnam War, women's rights, I mean, you're go, just going way back. It's incredibly researched. So I would say with Mercury and Pisces, it's a good time to go and delve deeply into these mystical subjects. Um, and certainly uh, with Mercury and Pisces, any kind of mystical spiritual subject is, is uh, certainly, it's a very easy time to be 
losing yourself in, in spiritual um, wisdom. Uh, so anyway, just wanted to give that little plug to thank, thank you all and Richard Tarnas and Kenny Ausubel and Louis Schwartzberg, the producers, and um, just who, who put together this phenomenal uh, work. <clears throat> and if you, um, if you want, you can just buy the book. I mean, the book is, should be on everybody's shelf, not just astrologers, um, but uh, it's it just, as it says here, um, this will be a book for the ages. No kidding. It's been around, uh, what, 16 years now. It was, the minute it was published in 2006, it became a classic. It was like 30, it took them 30 years to write this book. Can you imagine the patience? It is majestic, sweeping, and profound, as one of the, um, one of the reviewers said, and it, and it really is. So do yourself a favor and grab that book. All right, so back to Mercury and Pisces. Um, so <laughs> Mercury is also with, you know, sales promotion. So, <laughs> so I can't help it, you know, what can I say? Oh, right, well, um, here's some really cool things that we may wanna do and things to look out for. So let's, let's maybe do the shadow part, Mercury and Pisces. Obviously being conned, Mercury is the trickster and the con artist, the shadow part, right? So being conned over things that maybe be too good to be true, um, certainly regarding religion, you know, being like there are people who, you know, would like preachers that say, you know, send me a dollar and every, you know, and Jesus will save you. I mean, I don't know, whatever. Uh, you, there could be some deceptive practices around uh, connection and organized religion and networking and such. So um, Mercury also rules agreements, you know, like legal, like contracts. So contracts might not seem right or, it, you know, strange or deceptive. So it's something to look out for. Um, I, I'm thinking of those, um, what was that song, The Temptations in the, in the 70s, that song, Ball of Confusion, if you were born, after that time, go on YouTube and watch them perform it. It's so cool. They have like huge orange bell bottoms and these giant, those giant, it was probably polyester, right? <laughs> and those big collars and elephant bell bottoms. And the collar was like the size of Cleveland, you know, and, and they're all, but they're really great. It's an incredible song. If you look at the lyrics, you know, but they're like bullet confusion. Doo, doo. That's what the world is today. Anyway, that ball of confusion is definitely that you could say that's Mercury and Pisces, right? It's like, and what do we believe and who do we believe? And do we believe our mind? Do we go beyond the rational, the logical, you know, the, the news, you know, how much of this is true and what's true and what's not? Um, I would say, you know, with, with the narrative that's going on about Russia, I mean, obviously, horrible, horrible, right? Not just the worst of the worst, uh, Putin attacking this country. And not, nothing, as, as we must remember, nothing's black and white. There's a very complex situation going on here. I'm not denying what happened. I mean, it's certainly, like I said, it's very, very bad. And it's, it can't, you can't reduce any, whatever side is arguing, we can't just reduce it to this black and white thing, right? There's just a lot of complexity and a lot of subtlety and Mercury and Pisces is really having us um, dissolve any kind of hardened beliefs or, um, and maybe we cannot, um, maybe we really don't know the extent of what's going on. Hopefully it's not, it's not um, 
worse, but like I said, you know, we, it's just, there's a lot of unknown. Um, Mercury also rules the, in medical astrology, the lungs and the respiratory system. So uh, what happened? They started up, now there's this new variant that hopefully won't get bigger of the, of, of the uh, virus and it's, what is it called? Uh, Oh, Deltacron or something. It was like the mixture, a mutation, right? A, a, a mix between Delta and Omicron is Deltacron, or I, I don't know. It's, ay, ay, ay. it's hard to keep up with all this stuff. So, uh, but not, not a surprise and not, it's very unsure about where this is going and hopefully it's not contagious like it was with Omicron as contagious. Um, I do know that, as, as we all know, that um, Hong Kong is really going through a very rough time with it. So our prayers up for Hong Kong as well. And, and all of these people in the world who are still continuing to deal with this, prayers for all them and the nurses and doctors and medical staff that are assisting um, all these sick people. So um, yeah, we have to keep our prayers going for them as well, as well as the, um, the people in the Ukraine. Anyway, so ball of confusion. Yep, that would be definitely a one, one theme song. I think to um, I was listening to a Michael Jackson channel when I was getting my notes together and what came on was smooth criminal. Remember that song? You've been had <clears throat> by a smooth criminal. I'm like, oh my God, isn't that interesting? That comes on and I'm doing a Mercury and Pisces, you know, <laughs> talking about smooth criminal right? The wool over our eyes. We have to be really careful. What, what are we seeing? Um, but anyway, but the good side here, and I want to say, you know, here's, I'm going to finish this by talking about uh, what, how to manage this effectively, use it to its greatest advantage. Well, for sure, um, be very nice, always be nice to Mercury and Pisces people or people with, um, um, Mercury, um, or who have a Virgo or Virgo rising, you know, <laughs> you definitely have to help them out a little bit. They may be a little freaked out, right? Uh, be nice. Like I said, be nice to your CPA or your tax preparer. Be, be kind. Um, in general, you want to be uh, words. The good part of this is that words can be, yes, on a shadow, it can be deceiving, but words, think about being kind, kindness, forgiving, having conversations that are um, compassionate and forgiving, forgiving yourself, conversations with yourself and meditation, conversations with others, just there is this ease and this kindness that is kind of built into this, this programming and this transit. Uh, forgiveness, big time. Um, the, there was an African priestess, uh, her, what was her name? Louisa Teish, I think is her name, on the changing of the gods, changing the gods, dot com is where you want to go you can um you, you can see her and she's an incredible woman she's kind of like this tony morrison priestess if you could imagine such a thing uh, just beautiful and eloquent and uh, she was talking on this last night and again you can see this again they're they're doing it again they have this uh, repeat of it of um she said that they, she consulted, she, she's part of this, she's a wisdom keeper. And when they, they talk about oracling and such, and she said the, the oracle was telling them to forgive, like mother earth, uh, forgive your, you know, ask for forgiveness with the earth that we have ravaged, the earth, the water, the air, the oceans. 
forgiveness is a big deal right now. So, uh, and this certainly with Mercury and Pisces is a really great window. The universe is giving us a real juicy one here to like merge with kindness for all of that. So I would say forgive, you know, let's, let's take that advice and, and move it forward. Um, connecting with spirit, traveling, Mercury is the god of travel. So travel to a dream, a place that you've always dreamed, travel to um, a spiritual place. Even if you can't physically travel or take a trip somewhere, you can take a trip in your mind. You know, you can meditate and move into these other worlds. Um, but whatever you do, um, have it be, it's mystical, right? Go beyond, um, you know, what you think is possible. Writing, inspiration, write inspiring poetry and, and journaling, uh, any kind of writing, just let it flow and don't, don't have that inner Virgo critical pen, you know, just, just do stream of consciousness. That's a real Mercury and Pisces thing. Uh, I already talked about tantric yoga, you know, or what, any kind of practice that creates a unified field. Uh, pranayam also, because Mercury rules the lungs. So you think about pranayama and breath work, um, that can bring you into a, a more heightened awareness and mystical experience and experience of unity consciousness. So eh, that's all I have for today. All right, I hope you enjoyed that. I hope you got some value out of that. Uh, please remember to like and share and hit that little subscribe button that really helps the algorithm. Um, comments, love to hear from you. How are you doing Mercury and Pisces? Do you have any Mercury and Pisces stories that you wanna share? Swimming with the mermaids, that would be a great thing. Oh yeah, last thing, the LGBTQ community, Mercury is like the, the archetype for the LGBTQIA, right? And non-binary, right? All of that, it's because he is the androgyne, right? So what better place? So if you're having trouble or problems, I would suggest, you know what? Find, seek out some non-binary people. Maybe you have friends with you, especially those, those Virgos that are so tightly wound with facts. <laughs> Go hang out with some non-binary people. Mercury is about connecting and networking. So network with mermaids, network with the, by the ocean, at the sea, the beach, swimming pools, um, in your bathtub with salt water. You know, if you don't, if you can't get to a beach, um, hanging out with non the non-binary community, um, anybody who, or just LGBTQ in general, um, the, these, uh, the consciousness that they collectively represent is, is super powerful and it's about breaking down walls and having compassion. So if you're having a hard time with that, go celebrate, celebrate with them. Uh, maybe give them a, a hand too. Maybe they, they might need some support. You know, it's, it's very brave to be making these choices. Uh, especially like trans women of color. Wow, big time, you know, lend a hand, like put, put your heart out there and connect. So um, anyway, that's all I have to say. And thank you all so much for listening. Um, and until next time, this is Liliana Samsara, Star Sound Speaks, starsoundastrology.com. Thank you. Have a great day. Namaste.